This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, January 31st. Brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Bill to ban driverless trucks. Tech solution for Delta pumping. Vilsack calls on states to tap coffers for ag and don't touch crop insurance, groups say. Labor resists more self-driving vehicles. While Cal OSHA has determined that autonomous tractors need drivers, the legislature may do the same for self-driving big rigs. That is the aim of a new bill by Assemblymember Cecilia Aguar-Curry of Winters. The California Department of Motor Vehicles is considering easing its regulations on heavy-duty driverless vehicles. Aguar Curry's bill would instead prohibit companies from even testing autonomous trucks without a driver. The California Labor Federation and the International Brotherhood of Teamsters held a rally at the Capitol yesterday in support of the bill. They warned that autonomous vehicles are not safe without drivers. Remember, labor interests have strongly opposed driverless tractors as well. Water Blueprint offers Delta Pumping Solution. A coalition of farmers, water districts, and community organizations known as the Water Blueprint for the San Joaquin Valley has stepped into simmering debate over Delta Pumping. In a letter to Governor Newsom and his water officials, the group said it has a way to ramp up pumping to capture more from high river flows without harming endangered fish. It has determined a technology to suck water through perforated pipes along the bottom of the delta. The water blueprint is asking Newsom to fund further research into the idea. Remember, the coalition has petitioned the administration for years to invest more state funding into innovative infrastructure solutions that shore up the valley's water supply. The drought and groundwater sustainability regulations have added further pressure to act quickly. Vilsack, states need to step up ag spending. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says he wants to see more spending by state and local governments to improve local marketing conditions for farmers and ranchers. Vilsack spelled out his vision for the ag economy yesterday, and it's one that an aide says he plans to refer back to consistently as Congress preps for the next farm bill. But his goals for diversified income streams for producers should also be pushed by state leaders who, he argued, are sitting on a bunch of money to make that goal happen. Why can't they invest in value-added opportunities? What's preventing them from encouraging ecosystem markets in their state? Why aren't they investing in bio-based product manufacturing and creating opportunities for agricultural waste? How about using some of that money to support local and regional food systems? Maybe they can help with input costs, Vilsack said. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision, Robo AgriFinance. 
Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Six states proposed Colorado River modeling alternative to reclamation. Six Colorado River Basin states are proposing water reductions for protecting water supplies in Lake Powell and Lake Mead. But the plan lacks official support from California, the river's largest water user. The Bureau of Reclamation gave the basin states until today to agree on reductions. Under the six-state plan, Arizona, California, and Nevada would reduce their water use by 250,000 acre-feet if Lake Mead drops below 1,030 feet of elevation and by 200,000 acre-feet if it drops below 1,020. Additional reductions would be taken as necessary to keep Lake Mead's level above 1,000 feet. Colorado, New Mexico, Utah, and Wyoming would be encouraged to make additional voluntary conservation measures under the plan. Farm groups to Congress don't cut crop insurance. A broad array of farm groups is joining the crop insurance industry and urging the White House and congressional budget writers not to propose cutting the program's funding. Given the challenges faced by rural America and the critical nature of crop insurance, cuts to the program should be avoided, the group say in a letter to the Senate and House Budget Committees. Farmers, agribusinesses, lenders, and lawmakers agree that crop insurance is a linchpin of the farm safety net and is crucial to the economic and food and fiber security of urban and rural America. Similar letters went to the Biden administration and the House and Senate Appropriation Committees. Congress is due to write a new farm bill this year, and at the same time, House Republicans are pushing for a budget-cutting deal with Democrats in return for supporting an increase in the federal debt ceiling. Senators urge USTR to file new dispute over candidates' dairy quotas. United States is consulting again with Canada over complaints that the country is manipulating its dairy import quotas and restricting access to its market. But U.S. Senators are now demanding the Biden administration take the next step of calling for a second dispute panel under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. There has been no improvement in Canada's TRQ administration, despite the USTR's continued engagement. Senators Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat, and John Bozeman, an Arkansas Republican, say in a letter sent this week to U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Well, here's today's They Said It. These high gas bills add to the financial hardships Californian families are already facing, such as rising inflation and high cost of living. That state Senate Republicans in a letter to California Public Utilities Commission pleading for relief from natural gas bills, which have tripled recently. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, January 31st, brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.